it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome into the Garnet Trust Hour. Chris Clark here inside the studios with you. I am joined by a special guest once again, Spencer Rattler, back in the Herdin Chevy Studios with us. Spencer, how's it going, man? It's going good. Going yeah, good, man. Appreciate you joining us once again. This is probably, uh, I think you are, are like, you, you are our most common guest, I think, here on the Garnet Trust Hour. This is probably, what, three, four times for you? Something like that. So you're, you're a seasoned veteran now. Appreciate you making time. First of all, how you feeling uh, after Saturday? Feeling good, man. You know, uh, start of November, it's good to start off with a win. Um, you know, we talk about they remember November, so you know, our goal is to go on this, you know, four-win streak, and it was good to get a first win under our belt. For sure. And you hadn't been home in a, in a while, you know, and, and the other thing is, um, as Coach Beamer pointed out, it's been it's been a few weeks since y'all been able to talk about a win. So so how how big was that for you for the rest of the team just to be able to a come home b be able to get a win Mm -hmm. yeah it was big like you said you know uh, unfortunately you know haven't gotten a win in a while um you know that wasn't our goal you know being Mm -hmm. on the road but obviously you know going on the road in hostile environments going against some of the best defenses in the country while we're on the road Mm -hmm. um you know the showing you know isn't going to be as pretty as you always want it but um, you know, we strive for perfection and have been getting better each week. Um, we're just happy to be back home. I feel like we got an advantage at home with the, you know, fan base and, and Willie B. So uh, it was good to get that first win. Uh, what was the preparation like heading into Jacksonville State Week to kind of peel back that curtain a little bit? Just Coach Beamer mentioned, I can't remember if it was right after the game or on a Sunday during his teleconference, that, you know, he felt like y'all did have a good week of practice. So, how was it? Did everybody still seem, you know, really engaged? Were things pretty normal in the lead-up to the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty normal. Um, excited to get back home. Obviously, the vibe was high. You know, I, I feel like we've done a good job of staying positive, you know, throughout all this. Um, you know, it was, it was a pretty good week of practice. Um, you know, obviously, getting better at a lot of things, you know, still figuring some things out, which, you know, kind of sounds crazy being in week 9, 10. But, hey, we're, we're trying to get to the spot where we want to be. And, yeah, it was a good week. So, one of the things that we talked about going in is, is y'all have been, you know, better for whatever reason um, at home on offense. I mean, Mississippi State game scored 37 points, 37 against Florida, obviously, um, and then and then obviously scored in the 30s in this game as well. Is, is there anything that you can point to that may be like the difference? I know you mentioned, A, you're on the road, right? Big, big hostile crowds, really good defenses that you played. Is it just that, or is it anything else you can put your finger on? I mean, yeah, you, you're going against Missouri's defense is really good. Yeah. Tennessee's defense is really good. Um, who else was on the road? Um, Georgia was on the road. Georgia's on the road. We, <laughs> played, good. we played really well that game. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, national champ. And then North Carolina's defense, you know, coming out, they're really good as well. So, yeah. I mean, those are four good defenses on the road. And, mm-hmm. you know, you got to play a clean game to win those games. And, you know, it, it's tough, um, you know, and. 
Um, you can't play like you want to, you know, on the road as, as a group. But, you know, at home, for some reason, we've just been clicking. Yeah. I'll tell you, one, one thing that I've noticed about you and Coach Beamer pointed out is, you know, this season has obviously not gone, like, from a wins and losses standpoint, how y'all have wanted. I mean, you, you, you said it a minute ago, like, game nine, you know, sitting here at, at, at three and six, needing, you know, three more wins to close out the year. But you stayed real engaged, really positive. Like, obviously, there have been a lot of injuries. Wide receiver core has not been at full strength. But um, what do you attribute that to, just, like, all that all that positivity you brought, like, encouraging young guys, encouraging Tyshawn Russell, you know, when he dropped that pass, encouraging Nick Harbour with the drop pass against A&M, and just, like, keeping the guys engaged and encouraging. Yeah, I think that's just something you need to have as a quarterback, no matter if you're undefeated or, you know, winless. Um, you know, you got to be out, be out there, be a leader. Um, you know, everybody's looking at how you're acting, you know, your team, you know, on TV, everybody, everybody's watching. So um, something for me is just continue to be a leader, continue to stay positive, play my game, you know, control what I can control. And when I need to lift other guys up, lift them up. How was, uh, Coach Beamer mentioned on Saturday that, um, hey, it, it was a, maybe not the type of game that fans or the team or the coaching staff envisioned because it was a tight game, obviously, like fourth quarter affair, right down to the last, you know, last Jacksonville driver, Jacksonville State driver, Stone, you know, gets that pick six. But what was the locker room like afterwards? Because he said, hey, y'all were celebrating a win. Yeah, I mean, it was a good vibe. You know, obviously yeah. I haven't, haven't won in a few weeks, yeah. so it's a good feeling to get a win under your belt. I mean, winning's hard regardless, um, you know, should have shouldn't have been as close of a game, mm-hmm. you know. Obviously, but you know it happens. You know, guys come into Willie B and, and give us their best game. I feel like every time, so we got to be on point. You know, we had a lot to clean up um, from that game, and uh, you know, we had to get better for these these next three weeks because these teams are going to be better than mm-hmm. what we saw last week. Yeah, yeah. So let let's go back to the game and kind of go through some specific things in the game. I know some of these. You know, you've addressed um, on Saturday right after the game, but maybe some didn't catch it, or, and I want to go in detail on a few more things. So back to the Jacksonville State game, you know, first quarter, you know, I felt like defense gets a stop, right, on the very first drive. I think it was a three and out. Got a third and one stop. Y'all get the ball. Y'all score a touchdown. Defense gets a couple more stops. But the offense, you know, took a little longer to get going, like, into the second quarter. What did you see maybe on those first few drives where maybe after that initial touchdown, things didn't get going how you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, third down situations. Um, you know, we didn't run the ball good enough at all the whole game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just got to clean stuff up up front in the run game. Um, you know, just guys getting in gaps and, you know, should have had explosive runs on a lot of those you know, third and shorts. But I know we got outside zone that got stopped. That was unfortunate. Um, you know, the guy batted the ball down on one of the third mm-hmm. downs and then, you know, a lot of the third downs, and I know we were bad on third down in the game, but, I mean, four or five of the third downs were, like, third and 13-plus, so it's going to be hard to convert those. Um, so, statistically, when you want to look at it, I mean, it doesn't look good on paper, but, I mean, those are tough situations. And third and longs, we've got to keep ourselves out of third and longs. Right. So, do you, do you see running the ball as being, you know, key to, you know, staying out of those third and, third and long situations, obviously, and then just, just getting into the right looks in the run game? Like, how much did you see that like pre-snap and then you know after the ball snapped like how did you feel about the looks and things y'all were getting the looks were fine we were just getting beat yeah they played harder than us it was simple simple as that you know they played harder than us um 
in the run game. You know, pass game obviously was was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, we put up a lot of numbers in the pass game, but, you know, you want to have a run game as well. And um, I know Coach Beamer said, you know, everybody knew we didn't have the run game we wanted to have. So uh, going forward, we're going to have to, you know, need that a little bit. Yeah, I think in his first quarter, maybe halftime uh, interview he gave on the broadcast, he, he mentioned, hey, Mario had the 40-yarder on the first drive, right? Mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, maybe – I think it was like 2.3 yards a carry or whatever. So what have have y'all already heard some messaging cuz you mentioned you didn't you didn't feel like y'all played hard enough in the run game as as opposed to Jacksonville State like have y'all already kind of corrected if that's the right word that issue and like seen that on tape and talked about that? Yep, we you know, we talked about it uh um you know, we we went over it, watched the film on uh Sunday and you know, we we got to clean that up, you know, simple as that with we're in the right looks. We just got to execute them, you know, in live situations. So we were talking earlier about, man, just the receiving core. Um, you haven't had juice for most of the season. And there have been several games the A-B's either being out or limited. Xavier Gutt obviously looked like himself in this game, but he was banged up, you know, against Missouri. He was banged up against A&M. But then the offensive line, right, and and even in against Jacksonville State, y'all got Vershawn back, you got Kaysen Henry back. But then you had Ja'Kai go down, you had Kaysen go down. I mean, what's that been like just watching that? Like, just guys going down on the O-line so much. Yeah, man, it's unfortunate, yeah. you know. Um, obviously not ideal, yeah. you know, for a team to have, I think we've had 10 or 11, 12 yeah. O-linemen go down this whole year. So um, it's definitely not, you know, how we want to draw it up. But, you know, the guys keep keep working hard, and it's a next-man-up mentality. So guys just got to be ready, and we got to play as one. Let's go for, with a big picture question here before you know we get back to the game it just kind of popped in my head but um when it comes to how y'all are administering the offense obviously Dowell's up in the box y'all are getting signals down to the field but you and I talked before the season about you know how y'all y'all weren't doing bands this year and everything like that but how have you felt about how the offense has been administered as far as getting the plays in you being able to communicate them being able to change things at the line how's all that going I've loved it yeah in every single game Home away, I've I've loved what we've done. Um, you know, I feel like Dow has called great games, and you know, sometimes we just don't execute it as high as we can. Um, you know, he he'll 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 tell you himself. You know, he's had a few calls throughout the year. He wants back. I mean, mm-hmm. every coach has that. Sure. You know, same with players. You know, we want plays back as well. But I feel like he has us in the right spot most of the time. We just gotta execute. You can't have one guy or two guys make a mistake and nine guys doing the right thing, ten guys doing the right thing. Right. Got to play eleven man football, and you know that's that's key for us. Y'all had some really interesting, uh, you know, personnel usages during the mm-hmm. game with all the running backs on the field. What tell us, you know, without giving too much away, like the genesis of of all that. You know, I know Beamer said it was about getting some of your best guys on the field, but what do you think about those particular packages? So many backs on the field. Yeah, they they were a bright spot of the game. You know, those guys learned a whole new um, positions. You know, switching around. You know, with different personnel groups. Obviously, with Trey out. Um, you know, we needed. Our best guys on the field, that was that was our goal, get ele- our 11 best players on the field. And I, I feel like, you know, the running backs did a great job. They didn't have any mental errors. They were in the right spots, blocked well. Um, they, they did a great job. Now I'm going to ask you about a few of those players in the game individually as we continue looking back on Jacksonville State and then looking forward to three more home games in Williams-Brice Stadium this season. Back on the other side, more of Spencer Rattler. Schroeder's going, the best and fastest bookers in town. It's the Garnet Trust Hour on your home of the Gamecocks, 107.5. The game. Spencer Rattler here on the Garnet Trust Hour. Appreciate him joining us once again 
on the program. Thanks to you for being with us as well. Uh, looking back at the Jacksonville State game, Gamecocks getting a home win over Jacksonville State, go 3-6 on the season. And looking back at the game, Spencer, um, one guy I wanted to ask you about, several guys actually I wanted to ask you about, so Juju McDowell got a little bit more run in this game, and we were talking in the first segment about um, some of the interesting usages that Dow Loggins had for those running backs, and Juju seemed to be a, an asset in the passing game and in the run game on Saturday. Yeah, no, Juju Juju's a great weapon for us. You know, I feel like you know, we could use him even more. Um, you know, finish this year out. He's a guy that can catch the ball. Um, he runs hard. He's, he's a smart player, high IQ guy. And, yeah, you know, he does a great job out of the backfield, and, Helped us a lot in that, that game. Trey Knox has done, you know, so much at tight end, especially in the last several weeks. It seems like he's really come on and become more comfortable. Unfortunately, couldn't go in this game, and that prompted some of, you know, different personnel packages like you were just going over, Spencer. But um, Josh Simon started, played the whole game, and he had a really good game too. Uh, give us your thoughts on how you've seen Josh progress and then what he did on Saturday. Yeah, Josh is, you know, Josh is another weapon, um, you know, really great athlete. Um, he's picked it up a lot, you know, toward, towards the end of this year. And, you know, he had a great game uh, this past game. Um, you know, I missed him on a wheel route that he could have had more yards on. You know, it was unfortunate I threw it low. That's on me. But he had a, he had a really good game. He's tough in the run game, blocks well, and uh, he can go out and catch the ball as well. Yeah, he's, he seems kind of, uh, when he catches the ball, it seems like he's got violence on his mind a little mm -hmm. bit. You know, you look at the Florida game, he, ran the guy over um, pr pretty good, you know, with the ball in his hands after the catch for sure. No doubt. All right, so one of the things that, uh, you know, another storyline in this game, you went over 10,000 passing yards for, for your career. Congratulations, by Thank the way. Um, I know you mentioned you, you addressed this a little bit after the game on Saturday, but how, how did that make you feel just to be able to eclipse that mark and kind of hit that milestone? feels awesome. I mean, you know, a lot of hard work put in throughout – my career so far, you know, in college, and, um, you know, it, it kind of just happened, so it was cool. Um, you know, the announcer told me before the game, you know, you need 262 yards to get to 10,000. I was like, great. You know, uh, hopefully you don't jinx me, but, you know, we did it, and, uh, you know, it's a, it's an amazing thing, and, um, you know, proud of myself, proud of the team, and yeah. just got to finish out. How many passing yards do you have in high school? You remember? Like um, total. Like 11-something. It was the Arizona State record all time. Yeah, and yeah. then some kid uh, from <laughs> Yuma, I think, beat it this past year. Um, really? Mm -hmm. Is he going somewhere or playing somewhere now? Do you know? I don't think so. Um, you know, smaller school out there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. they threw the ball around a lot. Throwing a lot, and, uh, <laughs> apparently. You know, congrats to him for beating my record. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. So Xavier Leggett was back. Um, full go, it appears. Uh, we were listening to him earlier, some of his audio from after the game, and he... Said he felt like himself again, and he looked like himself, man. Uh, tell me about that. The, so there are a couple deep balls to him. One of them I felt like, I don't know, the turf monster got him on the one because I felt like when I saw him catch it, I'm like, that's a touchdown. So the turf monster got him. Slipped on that one, but still hauled it in. But the second one, you know, was a great play. I mean, I was actually sitting up high on Saturday, so I kind of had the all 22 and, I just saw him steamrolling across. What What did you see on that play? Just like you said, you know, <laughs> he's rolling. Um, once he gets behind him, nobody's catching him, so I just got to give him a good ball, and, and he'll go do the rest. So he, he did a great job. Yeah, he's um, he's really been something. You, you've been around a lot of good receivers 
I mean, you played with some absolute guys at Oklahoma, right? You played with some guys here with, you know, him, with Juice. Um, I know you, you keep up with a lot of guys that are in the NFL now, um, big-time guys in college. Xavier seems, I mean, is he as good as anybody you've seen when he's at his best? Yeah, athletically, he when he's at his best, I mean, he's like a one-on-one one one guy. I mean, yeah. that size and speed and, you know, his – I can just go up and get the ball. Um, he's he's a he's a special talent for sure. Yeah, I got. I, I, there's been a lot of questions lately on like where can he go in the draft, and uh, I got a text from somebody with some like NFL connections during the game, and they're like, "This guy's like second, third rounder, easy. Mike can move up more, and they'll go." They're like, "I wonder what he'll run at the combine." I was like, "I think he'll run pretty well." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got, he's probably gonna run sub four four at the combine, right? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. At six two. 225 or something. Mm-hmm. So he's probably going to help himself, you know, a lot more. He's made a lot of money this year. <laughs> he has made For a sure. lot of money. He's made a lot of money. All right, so back to the game. Um, what did you think of Stone's pick six? It was awesome. <laughs> you know, uh, for him to make a big-time play like that, you know, it's tough playing defense, you know, banged up. I know he he's not uh, fully healthy like, you know, nobody is on defense. Sure, yeah. You know, in those you know, tough positions, linebacker, you know. So for him to make a big time play like that and seal the game for us, you know, I was I was proud of him. I texted him after the game. I was like, I'm proud of you, my captain. You know, because he, he was the captain that week, <laughs> and right. you know, I'm cool with Stone. So, you know, I like to play around with him. But yeah, it was a big time play. That was. So what were you thinking on that drive? Like honestly, like you know, Coach Beamer said, hey, they they drove down the field faster than we wanted them to, and obviously you don't want them to drive down there at all. But were you like at that point? Are you more engaged in, like, kind of watching the action? Or at that point when they've driven down, I think they were at, like, a 17-yard line. Are you like, all right, we're, we're about to go back on the field because there's going to be a field goal or a touchdown or something is about to happen? Yeah, at that point of the game, I was thinking, okay, you know, we, we had the play dialed up that we wanted to run to get back out there and go win the game. So my mind was kind of locked in on that next drive. You know, I was like, man, it's time to have a clutch drive and get a game-winning drive, you know. Um, so I was kind of locked in on that. And then watching the play – I was watching, I was like, oh, no, this this could be, like, yeah. this is a touchdown. Like, I thought it was wide open, and then Stone made a great play, read it, jumped it, and after that, I was like, yep, that's game. So so, so y'all already had your next play? Yeah, we, we yeah. were already, you know, ready to get something dialed up and uh, go down there and score. Okay. So, some, Shane, Coach Beamer got asked about something the other night in terms of, I was asking you earlier about, you know, changing things at the line. I know Coach Loggins said that you had a lot of freedom coming into the year, but how much have you been doing that? Like, I feel like I've seen some as far as, you know, getting into a right look, changing the direction of a place, something like that. Have you been doing a good bit of that this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, here and there. You know, yeah. <clears throat> all game plans are different. Um, sure. You know, sometimes, some games you go and you barely got to do it. You right. know, some games you got to do it a few times, but, I mean, it's not overly too much. You know, a lot of the looks he gets us in is good, and you just got to go through your progression and make the play. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, free free to do whatever, um, you mm-hmm. know, and um, it's just all game plans are different. You know? Right. I know that, um, you know, one of the things you were excited about when, when Dowell came in here was he obviously has an NFL background of being, what, 17 years, I think, he spent in the league. And bringing, you know, NFL concepts plus some stuff that you like to do that we saw, whether it was last year, Oklahoma, whatever, some stuff from Arkansas that – worked well that fit the personnel but do you feel like this year has prepared you even more to take the next step to to go to the NFL no doubt yeah I mean uh just being around him um I feel you know totally confident in that that next step 
Um, you know, obviously got to finish out this year strong, but, you know, what we've done offensively, you know, quarterback play, everything this year, I feel like I've taken a huge step, yeah. um, you know, in my play, and, I, and I'm happy with that. Um, you know, obviously, you know, a few games you want back, but you're going to have a few, you know, not not as clean games as you want, you know, throughout a long season, but uh, I feel like overall the quarterback play and our offense as a whole has been, you know, much better than last year. You, you don't seem like you're looking ahead, like, at all. You know, like, you got NFL future ahead of you, got the draft, all that stuff, but, like, you seem pretty dialed into these last three games, like, not thinking about that stuff. Yeah, I mean, to get there, you want to finish out, you know, even yeah. stronger to, you know, um, you know, just, you, yeah, my focus, like you said, yeah. you know, you got three more home games, three more opportunities at home. Um, couldn't ask for more. I mean, not a lot of teams get to finish out all their last four games at home so that's awesome for us and yeah my, my focus is just week by week you know, not, not look too far ahead that's been my focus all year and uh i think it's been helping me a lot how do you what you mentioned good vibes after the game and like leading up to the game the week of practice the vibes being good and all that but um how have you felt about just the psyche of this team you know knowing that obviously there's been some disappointing moments right there's been some hurt locker rooms after some of these games um but do you feel like this is a team that's still, from, like, a psychological standpoint, like, still engaged, still ready to go play these last three? Yeah. I mean, I think that's something we something we pride ourselves on is, you know, not giving up, not quitting, you know, not throwing the towel in. I feel like even in these losses, we haven't done that. Um, sure. You know, we're fighting until the very last second. Um, and, yeah, guys, guys want to do well, finish out the season well, you know, for the team, for themselves. So, um like I said, you got you got to keep the vibes high because if you you tuck your head down and get all negative about it, you know we'll lose all three of these games if we do that. So um, that's not what we want, not what this fan base wants. We can't, we don't want to let anybody down. So um, we got to play for each other, and I feel like you know getting that win, getting that confidence going, um, it's going to help us. Yeah, I mean, I, I've said a lot that it's a good thing. Like I understand, um, you know, the fan experience and like the ups and downs and everything, but I, I've always said like just players look at it just differently than than fans right because if y'all if it is too much of like an emotional roller coaster like you're not going to be in a very good mental state to go try to win the next game right like if y'all are hanging your hat about beating jacksonville state it's gonna be hard to go out and beat vandy next week right? yeah yeah i mean every week is hard to win you know we got to prepare at a high level no matter who we play every single week and have to have a positive mindset and a great game plan and a great week of practice um you know, and even if you have a great week of practice, you know, we've had great weeks of practice and went out and lose. So um, you can't go out there expecting anything. You got to go out there and literally go play by play. Um, so that, that's that's our mindset. Have y'all had? Have you had a bad week of practice and then won a game? Um, like I've heard. I, of I that feel like before. I feel like all the wins this year we've had good weeks of practice. Yeah. You know. Um, but like in the past ever in the past yeah you could go you could have a bad week and go out there and play amazing i mean <laughs> but usually if you have a horrible week of practice it's just sloppy you you're not going to have a good game you know and um you know i feel like in some of these losses we haven't had our best weeks of practice you know on either side of the ball and uh you know in these wins we've had good practices and um we just like i said these three weeks we got to have amazing practices yeah let, let's talk um, on the other side when we come back about I've got another uh, young player I want to ask you specifically about, so we'll get into that a little bit more on Jacksonville State. Then we'll look forward to the next three games and into your future uh, as an NFL player when that moment comes. We'll be back with more on the Garnet Trust Hour with Spencer Rattler.
right, Chris Clark, back with you in studio when you're listening to the Garnet Trust Hour. For the next several minutes, I'm here with Spencer Rattler inside the Herndon Chevy Studios. Appreciate him taking time out of his busy schedule uh, to join us. All right, Spencer, I, I did want to ask you about another young player, and, and that's Nick Carver. So Nick has, you know, to me, he's come a long way, right, mm-hmm. since the beginning um, of the season. And you seem to have a lot of confidence in throwing the football to him, mm-hmm. right? So tell us what you've seen from him from, you know, first time you saw him on the practice field to where he is now and going into week 10. Yeah, you know, when Nick came in, obviously he had a lot of expectation, and I feel like, you know, he, he felt that urge to, you know, need to, make stuff happen, make plays. And, you know, I've talked to him, Dallas talked to him, just, hey, you, you just got to focus on your work. Don't, um, you know, look too far ahead of what you, you know, want to happen, prepare, get better. Um, he's came a long way, obviously gotten much better with his hands, with his with his uh, skill and route running, his knowledge of the game. Um, you know, his confidence builds each and every week, which is amazing to see. Um, I feel like the A&M game was big for him, having, you know, seven, eight catches. Um, you know, he, he's a talented guy. Um, obviously, in this last game, I, I underthrew him on that post route. And, um, you know, I, I feel bad because, you know, he was down on himself after that, thinking he could have made a play on it, possibly get a P.I. But, you know, I told him the next day, hey, man, you know, I underthrew you. I got to overthrow him or put it right in stride because he, he's a guy that will get up and go. So um, that one's on me. Um, you know, I'll be better with that. But, yeah, his confidence is building each and every week. Is it like when you have a guy like Nick or XL – Guys who can really run, even even like like AB man, he he can get up and go. I think we saw that a little bit more last year with him on some being open on some deep stuff. Like, is it make it a little bit harder to not underthrow them? If that makes sense, you know what I mean. Um, like, just seeing, all right, this is who's out there. Yeah, I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, you want a, a fast guy down there so you can just pump it down there, and yeah, you know, we, we I feel like. Our deep deep stuff has been pretty accurate this year. Um, yeah. Obviously, I want want a few back, um, but you know, obviously with with Zay, you know, I got a good connection with him. Um, and Nick, I, you know, obviously haven't gotten too many deep shots at him in game. You know, right. Um, so just gotta keep getting those reps with him, and uh, they'll connect soon. But I I gotta just pump it down there to him, be accurate, and you know, we're we're good at deep shots. Nick had a one on one there, but uh, our team. Do you feel like when you go back and watch the film? Uh, our team's pretty cognizant of him out there on the deep stuff from what you see in the coverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, you know, a lot of teams like to, you know, kind of focus on our outside guys, not letting them beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we got to find different ways to get guys open, and I feel like we've done a good job with that. Um, but, yeah, they, they definitely know, you know, there's there's some mismatches on the outside speed. with Zay and some speed and Nick and all these guys. So, yeah. That you have called your um, – relationship with Dowell Loggins and I think he's done the same like a partnership so when y'all are going through the week what's the flow like again without giving too much away but I I don't think this question will (laughs) make you give too much away like what's the flow like as far as game planning right um is it more of do y'all talk about specific stuff like hey I like this against this look like what's that like Mm -hmm. yeah no he he usually puts in, you know, a lot. He meets with the coaches throughout the week. Um, early on, is up there all day, um, <laughs> and you know, he puts together a great plan. We go out there Tuesday, um, see if we can see if we like it. You know, yeah, it's kind of like our cleanup day, but we got to have a good day on Tuesdays because that's a big uh, competition day, a heavy day, heavy workload. Um, so if there's something I don't like on a Tuesday, like I, I think I told him, like maybe a week or two ago, or maybe this past week, like, hey, let's take this out, let's take this out. You know, I'm just not feeling it, and you know, he's he's like, hey. 
perfect. Like some yeah. guys love love plays, some guys hate plays. You know, he's, it's cool because he's been around a lot of different quarterbacks that. So where he he understands, he knows. You know, if you're not feeling it, we're not gonna we're not gonna run it. So, um, I like how he's open with that, and you know, I, I get a lot of say in that, which is which is awesome. And um, yeah, I just got a lot of confidence in him as a coach. Do you like throw? What's your favorite throw to make on the field? Is it one of the deep balls like you like you threw to Xavier Leggett, or is it like pumping one in there in a tight space? Like, what's what's the what's the best feeling for you? Mm, a good feeling is like those two shots in the game to Zay. That's a good. That's a fun throw. Um, oh yeah. Obviously, a one on one shot down the field is always fun. Like a, a nice back shoulder or something like that. Say my favorite throw is like a perfectly placed but back shoulder. You know, gotta get okay. a, gotta get a few of those. Um, to finish the season out, you know, you know, like Aaron <laughs> Rodgers type, just back shoulder, can't make a play on it, perfect, perfect throw. You know, that, you can't really beat that feeling. Did you see the stuff? Um, have you had a chance to look at the stuff that uh, Jim Nagy from the Senior Bowls put out about you? Like he made some comments during, I think it was the Missouri game, but the Gamecock football put him on social media the other day. He had some nice things to say about you and your game. Have you checked those out lately? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, I spoke to uh, Jim at the. Um, SEC Media Day, yeah. you know, obviously um, he's a very experienced guy in this game, you know, knows a lot about ball, um, you know, got to kind of holler at him for a little bit and, um, you know, hopefully, you know, I can end up being in that, that senior bowl game. You know, that'd be awesome. So got to finish the season out strong to get yeah. there. Um, but, yeah, you know, I appreciate all the all the things, you know, these people are saying for sure. One of the things that um, has really stood out to me, like, in your development has been, you know, tucking it and running it this year. And um, I don't know if it's because you made fun of yourself for saying you'd run like a 12 in the 100 or whatever <laughs> at one point. But um, was that more of like a conscious thing that you worked on coming into the year? Or has, has it just kind of happened? Mm-hmm. It was some, definitely something I wanted to show. Um, mm-hmm. I know, you know, it would help the team out. You know, I know people on the next level wanted to see my legs a little more. Um, I've always been able yeah. to run. You know, I've always sure. been able to run. It's just a matter of when I can do it, if I can do it, uh, when I – I just got to do it, you know, yeah. and uh, I feel like, you know, there's been a, a few games this year, you know, I've shown my legs pretty well. Um, you know, I got to, you know, do a better job finishing out these these last three, use my legs when I need to, you know, to get us in short down situations, go score, um, get first down. So just being able to extend and create, you know, that's something you want to show as a quarterback and it definitely helps the team. You, you took one hit, though, that was I can't remember which game it was, but but Beamer afterwards was like, I, I don't know about that one. You know, taking that hit, maybe a uh, and M. I can't remember which game it was, but did y'all have any conversations about? Hey, let's be, let's dial that one back a little bit. Like some, you took some, a shot. On yeah, one some, of them. yeah. You know, I, I haven't taken too many big shots this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, something I feel like is like a skill in my game is knowing, you know, how to limit the impact and yeah. you know, kind of get down and you know, protect yourself. And protect the ball. Um, you know, I feel like that's a a secret talent. You know, some you know a lot of quarterbacks uh, use you know not to limit the impact. And you know, I'm not trying to run over guys, but you know, <laughs> right. like the Florida game, that first drive. You know, when you got to lower your shoulder on somebody to set the tone. Um, you know, that's what you want to do. You know, as a quarterback to get the team going, that gets them into it, and obviously gets you going and, and gets you in that zone. So uh, you got to find that fine line. You know, when you're running the ball. No, no doubt, and and I do think that's a little bit undervalued. Like when it's a good point that when you are getting hit or when you're about to go down, being able to feel that, being able to protect the football. Cause I mean, man, you think about it. A lot of sacks are coming when the quarterback doesn't really see the guy. Like he's yeah. coming from the blind side. You could have a lot more fumbles and really, really bad plays than we typically see. Mm-hmm. Right no, now. that's something I, I feel like 
I've taken a huge jump on this year is just protecting the ball overall. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something, you know, I'm happy with is, you know, not there hasn't been that many dumb interceptions. You know right. what I'm saying? It's right. just bang-bang plays, you know, yeah. um, which you could live with, you know. And, and then I don't think I've had any fumbles this year. And last year I feel like I had seven, maybe eight coming into this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so just being able to protect the ball um, and, and, you know, be smart, make good decisions. You know, obviously, knock on wood. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I feel like we've taken a step in that, and we grinded at practice, and, yeah. All right, we'll be back uh, on the other side. One more segment here with Spencer Rattler, Gamecock football quarterback. You're listening to the Garnet Trust Hour. It's the Garnet Trust Hour. On your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5. The Game. All right, final segment here inside the Herndon Chevy Studios. I'm here with Gamecock football quarterback Spencer Rattler. Here on the Garnet Trust Hour, rolling along for one more segment. Appreciate your time, Spencer. Good to good to have you in here again. Um, and I wanted to go back to something you were talking about before the break and just the, the turnover. So, Coach Beamer, Coach Loggins, you all talked about before the season. Hey, we have got to do better, like taking care of the football as a team, like as everybody. And um, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I got to imagine y'all are doing a, lo- a lot better on that front. So. What what do you think has been the biggest difference there? I think just the offense. Um, you know, it's not as you know we had a lot of moving parts last year. Um, you know, a lot of different stuff going on. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, my first year in the SEC, my first year on the team, and you know, just I think maturing as a player, as a group. Um, you know, we've I think we're one of the best teams in the country conference of protecting the ball, and yeah. not giving it away to other teams, which we were one of the worst last mm-hmm. year, the worst in the SEC. So. Um, to flip that is big, and, you know, it, it's crazy because you know, we've gone in games and, and have had, you know, zero turnovers and good stats but end up, you know, not winning the game. Yeah. So it's it's like a weird it's a weird thing, you know, that when because usually when you protect the ball, you have no turnovers, you, you're moving the ball, you, know, you end up winning the game. But, you yeah. know, it's just it's been one of those years where it's just, you know, it's just funky, but, you know, we're still chopping at it and still protecting the ball. You know, when you – left Oklahoma, you're in the transfer portal, you come to South Carolina, and I always think of it as like, like you knew Coach Beamer, right? But it's not like you um, considered South Carolina in your high school recruiting. Like, it was kind of just a, I don't know, I don't know what the right word is, like a wild card a little bit, right? Do you see it kind of that way? I wanted to go somewhere where, you know, it meant something to win, you know, somewhere where it was the best conference, you know, you're playing the best teams, that's going to make you better as a player, and where you can bring a team back. You know, mm-hmm. last year we did a lot of great things that brought this program, you know, back up. Yeah. And, you know, that, that that's what was important to me. Yeah. And so I know, obviously, you would love to sit here, be sitting here in the studio with me and, and say, hey, we're 9-0. and and, and we've still had some struggles that have made us better, but, hey, we're undefeated. We're going to go play for an SEC title, playoff, whatever. No but um, you, looking back on it, though, I mean, you're happy with the decision to, to come here. Of course. Like you made a great yeah, yeah I, I like I talked to my dad, my family. Like, God led me here somehow, yeah. some way. You know, it, it was in the plan, it was written, and I, I truly believe that. You know, it was just the feeling we had, um, the people here. It's just a uh, fan base. Everything about it is just uh, it, it's special. You know, no matter win or loss, you know, go out there, give a hundred, hundred ten percent every game, and where the ball rolls, the ball rolls. I, it also another one I was thinking of as it pertains to you is you know during the game uh, Steve Spurrier was here and they honored some players from kind of the golden era of Gamecock Athletics 2010 to 2013 that team you know made an SEC title game in 2010 then they were 33 and 6 
over the next three years. And a lot of guys that made big-time plays here were, you know, back on the field. Is that going to be you, you know, once you get to the NFL? Is this kind of your your home where you'll be back, engaged, doing stuff here in Columbia? No doubt. No doubt. I'll, I'll be back no matter what. Um, this is my home away from home. Um, I'm going to keep my spot out here. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm yeah. Gonna keep my place uh, just to have a place out here because I'll be coming uh, back for sure. No doubt. All right. So as we look at these next three games, you got obviously Vandy, Kentucky, Clemson. Let's go big picture looking at all of them. You know, three teams that are all capable. Like, to me, they seem like toss-ups, right? Like, as you said, y'all have to play better. Coach Beamer said you got to play better. Three winnable games, but three games that you got to play better in. So what's the emphasis you know, going into those, let's just take it with Vandy. I mean, just this week, y'all are off, you know, y'all are back practicing on Tuesday. What's it look like, you know, heading into that game? It's got to be, we got to have a great week of practice, um, prepare at a high level, um, limit, you know, MEs, we call them mental errors, you know, as a group on all sides of the ball. Um, just just got to play fundamental, clean football. And if we do that, convert on third down, score points, Defense gets stops. We're good on special teams. <laughs> that's that's uh, the formula for a win. So we got to obviously play better than we did um, versus Jacksonville State. But, uh, yeah, we just got to play our best ball these last three weeks. What could it look like if y'all could put together a complete game in all those phases that you just mentioned? Mm, I mean, it could <laughs> it could look really good. I mean, there's been some games where, you know, we haven't put a complete game together, but, you know, Mississippi State, Florida, Games like that, offensively, I feel like we were, yeah. you know, pretty pretty darn good. Um, but even from those games, we got stuff to clean up. So, sure. you know, it could be really good if we can put a full game together on all sides of the ball. Um, but, you know, it's not easy to do. Mm-hmm. Easier said than done. So, like I said, we got to prepare at a high level and just cut it loose on Saturdays. When you look at, since you mentioned Mississippi State and Florida, 37 points each in both of those games. And it's not like the Jacksonville State game is like, poor offensive performance, right? But, I mean, definitely things to clean up, particularly in the run game. What is the biggest like that? 20, a 20, uh, I think it was 2017 team here won, I think, nine games. They beat Louisiana Tech by one, had to have a last-minute drive. So it, it is a thing, I feel it's like. It's weird, yeah. you know, and you, you got you to gotta expect you're going to get your best from, from these teams right. coming in. You know, that's a big game for them. They want to they embarrass us at home. You know, you got to expect that they're going to give you their best. So uh, we got to do a better job with that. Yeah, for sure. All right, so for you, last three games, just individually, um, biggest point of emphasis for you, if I if I ask, is, is what? Mm-hmm. One point of emphasis. Um, you know, just keep protecting the ball, um, extend drives, com- um, convert on third down and in the red zone, and uh, the rest will take care of itself. But just keep playing my ball and keep 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 leading, um, keep being a leader and, and giving my all. All right, good deal. That's Spencer Rattler. Appreciate you taking some time to join me, man, uh, with your busy schedule. It's been fun right. again. All right, Spencer Rattler, Gamecock football quarterback here inside the Herndon Chevy Studios on the Garnet Trust Hour. And we want to thank Spencer Rattler for taking a little bit of his time this week to hang out with us for the uh, Garnet Trust Hour, as Chris mentioned at the beginning of the show. I believe this is either his third or fourth time, so really cool that uh, Spencer uh, has given us that opportunity to give some insight into uh, what's going on with him. And obviously this Gamecock football program, and you know we've talked about it so much this season, Spencer Rattler's done such a good job um, uh, being the leader of this team. And, you know, here's a guy that came into South Carolina, probably expecting to be here for, you know, a year, uh, get himself back back in um, 
back in the right place, uh, have a good season in 2022, then be off to the NFL. That obviously didn't happen, and uh, ends up coming back for another year, and he's made the most of it. Um, you know, you hate that, you know, maybe all the parts and pieces around him haven't be, been what they needed to be from a health standpoint, for one, um, but off a, a performance standpoint, you know, from the defense and everything like that. But regardless, Spencer Rattler's gone out there. He's given it 110% each and every game and, uh, again, has made the best out of, uh, you know, what he's had around him. Uh, and obviously we're excited to see what he's going to be able to do in these last three weeks uh, of the regular season, hopefully playing for a bowl game as well, and then ultimately what he uh, has the opportunity to do at the next level because, as we've talked about plenty of times, he's done a good job of getting back into the good graces of those uh, scouts at the NFL level and, and so many other people that are projecting to be one of those mid-round picks and uh, to have a career at the next level. So excited for that. If you missed any of that conversation that Chris did have with Spencer Radler, we'll have that for, up for you shortly on the 107.5 The Game podcasting page thank you as always to the garnet trust for uh supporting the garnet trust hour and allow us to have great guests like spencer rattler uh here in the herndon chevrolet studios uh that'll do it for the garnet trust hour coming up next it is the gamecock central takeover hour presented by firehouse subs myself wes and chris break down what we heard from spencer rattler in the last hour and uh, put a little bit of a bow on jacksonville state before we turn our attention to vanderbilt this upcoming weekend that's all coming up right here on the game